Hello, Vineyard. Hello. Hello, Vineyard. Hello. And uh, hi, Jerry. We'll, we'll talk about Jerry more in a minute, but we're happy to have uh, one of our staff pastors with us uh, today, Jerry Jarrett. Pastor and so, Jerry Jarrett. Pastor Jerry Jarrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, we're glad you're here, and uh, welcome uh, all six of you that are joining us live. We're happy to have you, and uh, <laughs> and and we're included in some of that number. So. There you go. But people will sign on throughout this thing, and we're happy to do it. And, and then we record also, it. all these podcasts are recorded, and um, there's a feature now on uh, the voice assistants, the Amazon one and the Google one. I'm not saying her name because she's listening to me. I should talk like this so you can see the <laughs> microphone. But if you say, play Keys Vineyard on Apple Podcasts, your voice assistant, at least Alexa, will uh, pop us up. So really cool new feature with the podcast. Now it's just the message, so you're not getting the music, but you will hear your dad, my dad's voice. He's not your dad; he's my dad, unless Sarah's watching. But um, so that's a that's a cool feature. I you know that's not really like a Sunday morning announcement, but um, uh, yeah, it is working. So there you go. Well, that's that's cool. Yeah, I was. I remember if you're an Alexa like me. Well, I had read about that whole technology years ago, and it was more difficult then, and uh, was trying to get it to work, and it and uh, I, well, it, it didn't. But Alexa built it into um, Spotify or no Apple Music Podcast. Sorry. So if you have Apple Music, should pop up with Apple Podcasts. Yeah. So yeah, well that's good. Well, we do podcasts on Apple and on Spotify, and. Uh, you can find our stuff on the app. Good time to plug the app. Don't forget the Keys Vineyard app. We. Uh, we you think can listen a, to it on demand there. Now, are the worship sets on there? Because you got two worship leaders on. Yes, the worship sets are on the uh, on the app. So you can go there and you – well, what you get on the app is you can either watch just the sermon or you can watch the whole thing, which includes the music. So that's where the music would be at the beginning of the whole thing. So uh, – we do that, you know, that, that seems to work pretty well. So, and, you know, you guys are always available on the, on the, um, all of the live stream features all have yeah. you on there forever. Every, everything is there forever. <laughs> Plus on the app. So get the apps. That's real good. Don't forget, uh, we're doing our big drive through, uh, giveaway this Saturday. Has it been rained uh, out yet? No. I, I think that we'll get through the rain before, before that happens, I'm hopeful. I looked at the update just a minute ago, and uh, we're directly in the center of the cone. <laughs> but like, I, I still keep seeing that the center. Now we're not meteorologists, so don't take anything we say seriously about weather. Right. But I think what I've read is the center really still hasn't been defined, and it's not technically named yet. We're all just naming it in anticipation, and. Like, it's supposed to be here this weekend, and tomorrow's Thursday. Like, this one sort of crept up on us. So, yeah, but we, it's coming. We haven't canceled anything yet. And for tropical storms, my experience and my limited lifespan, you know, compared to you guys, is that we don't usually lose power <laughs> for tropical storms. No. No. So, you know, it, you, might, you might lose power. Here's the thing. We'll, depending on what happens, and you never know what speed it's coming and how long it'll stay and where it's going. I actually think that that the models, there's more models that take it to the to the Atlantic. north and east of north and east of us. But just um, we all, we all want that curve to happen right along yeah. the coast. Yeah. It doesn't hit anybody. There's, yeah. there's one model that has it going below us and so they're putting the line between us right now. I know there's not many models that have it going like over us. So they're they're kind of cutting the difference. I think when they find the my guess, when they find and define the center, then they'll there'll be some more weight on the models. And I'm hoping it it skirts us, you know, a little bit to the north. And a, and a storm going by you, you know, 50 miles makes a big difference. There'll be some rain, but it won't be, don't have church rain. So, no, there's no plans on canceling anything <laughs> at the moment. But uh, but we'll see. Stay tuned. And Stay tuned and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I, we plan on doing the supply this week, uh, school supply drive, and so 300 uh, backpacks full of um, full of supplies. You know, if uh, hopefully that will cover it, and if not, I'll probably get some more. But we'll we'll hopefully be able to handle it. Oh, and also our local restaurant gift cards. We have packs of those we're given, so there's a little bonus in there for the parents. Um, They'll get something fun. So uh, I think that's going to be really good. That's Saturday from 9 to 11. 
Uh, we started a new thing. It's not as new now, but it's a month ago. But it's really been good. Uh, uh oh, I called it Vine Press, and uh, that sounded like at least it wasn't your whole thing was, of glasses coming. Was that over. your AirPods case? No, it was a flashlight. <laughs> okay. So uh, I, I started this thing called Vine Press, where I'm on Tuesdays going uh, over, and, and I, I've got people asking me questions about the sermon, and so we're digging into those. It's been really good. Um, we are adding some viewers to that. I've, I've uh, added a thing to the website called Vine Press Questions, where you can ask me questions. You can actually do that live. I, you know, I'm, my thinking was at some point I could get to them on the weekend service, but I'm always talking, so... Well, that's the nice thing about Vine Press, because, I mean, realistically, you want all the time devoted to preaching. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, yeah. We, and we sort of went over the format for the week. You get started here, you listen right. to the message, you get your pregame here. It's the pregame show for the week. Right. You get the, you know, the message, and then Vine Press is a great time. It's, you know, they interact directly with you. You can answer a lot of stuff in depth that you wouldn't normally be able to over the weekends. So definitely yeah. check out Vine Press Tuesdays, 2 o'clock on Zoom. Tuesdays, too. But you're now, right. It all starts here because I will give a little sort of summary of uh, intro. Uh, about what's coming. An intro, yes. Cool. This, this is like the, the NFL pregame shows. We need to have some of like the non-copyrighted football music that almost sounds like it, but that won't get us, you know, like, in trouble. Yeah, they won't block us out. Oh, you can't do that last note. No. <laughs> <laughs> we could start talking right. about sports. We could, but, We're, yeah, let's not. But you know what our, our philosophy is on how teams need to win the game. And I actually took a picture. It was right before lockdown. It was a hockey game. My father-in-law was over. It was a Buffalo Sabres game. And there was, you know how they have the keys to victory? And the, it was That's literally nice. score more points than the other than team. Than the opponent? That uh -huh. was literally the key point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Douglas and I would pretend to be football announcers, and we would have our decide, you know, that the way we're going to win this game today is we're going we're gonna to make sure that the, the opponent scores less points than we do. We do, yes. Yeah, and, and then we're going to win. That's going to be the whole key. Whoever scores the most points will win. All right. All right what's the, I wonder what the churchy equivalent is to that. I don't know. We could probably spend some time <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, we got Jerry with us, and we're very excited about that. Pastor Jerry, uh, this is the warm-up for the big game yesterday, Gina. Good job. Pastor Jerry's here, and um, for those of you who don't know, so Pastor Jerry's an amazing guy. He's been with us for quite a bit. And uh, he's uh, one of our worship pastors. He's also uh, been uh, instrumental over the years in helping our sound system. He's a, really a genius sound guy. Um, knows a lot of things about how speakers sound and what they're supposed to do in the room. And um, <laughs> He's also really good with our, uh, our um, IT stuff and uh, has been a big help in the new network that we set up and, and all the things that are going. So he's blessed us in lots of ways with lots of his time and lots of his wisdom. And we're happy to have him with us on staff. And so we've got those questions that we sent to you. So uh, the first one is, how long have you, and let's kind of do it in, in two uh, things. How long have you been working at the vineyard? But how long have you been sort of hanging out with us here at Keys Vineyard? I came down to the Keys about uh, 10 years ago. And really, right after I got down here, I was still doing a little bit of traveling. And um, so about 10 years. And when I came down here, it was such a refreshing thing for me to come to a church that was just, I've never just, it just felt at home right off the bat. And just the way that uh, Steve and everybody opens their arms, it's a great place to come. And anybody that's been there knows that. <laughs> that's good. So. Ten years. All right. And then, so next, the next thing is, so, so tell us what you do at the vineyard. What are your, what are you involved in? What are your, you know, responsibilities? What are you doing? Well, thank. Before I go any further, thank you, Doug, and thank you, Pastor Steve, for all that you guys do, and all the way that you've just blessed my life personally. You know, just there's so many things. And don't have that kind of time to jump into it. Doug's been so such a great friend and you know i just enjoy being around 
the staff here at Vineyard, and it was something refreshing and new for me. And uh, like I said, I've been coming here for 10 years. I didn't get to come all the time when I first started because I was still doing some other things traveling. But every time I would come, it was like a vacation away from the pressures of the world, of the, the everything that you go through with traveling. And then I got a job here in the Keys, and I stayed at the church there as much as I could. And for about the last year, you guys, you guys know I've been there almost full time, just volunteering where I can volunteer, fill a void, and, and that's the thing is I want to be as a servant. I I do a lot of stuff at the church, but I think one of my biggest things that I try to do is to help lift the load from you, Pastor Steve and Doug, in any way that that can help. And the great thing about all the staff members here is they all have that servant attitude and that genuine just, I want to be here, I want to bless people. And it's because the, the environment that you guys have created, the, 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 the feeling of the church. And so, yeah, I do tech stuff, I do worship, we get in and do prayer, help out, you know, it, where I can. Sometimes I help do the youth sound, you know. But we, it's just, uh, for me, it's a joy. It really is just to be a part of this great movement so yeah well you make it you make it uh you make it better jerry so uh we're we're blessed to have you and and uh we're uh blessed that you're a part you make a huge difference here at the vineyard jerry's uh, uh jerry's one of the yeah. guys i can bounce ideas off of you know because uh, we uh we were part of this uh online worship summit we'll talk about later and i did a tech walkthrough and Everybody in the room that's, you know, my wife's there, my mother-in-law, Kurt McKay, they're all like, this is another language when I'm talking about this stuff. But Jerry <laughs> can speak that language. So, you know, if he wasn't around, I'd have nobody to speak in this foreign language of weird technical stuff to. So uh, it, it's, 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 it's nerdies. Yeah, nerdies. It's great having Jerry oh, yeah. on board. <laughs> it was uh, definitely it, your, your nerd speak today. The, the thing that you did was like over-the-top nerd speak. Yeah. Oh, no, I enjoyed every second of that. That was just, I was like, nice. And my mom actually asked a question, is he just making that stuff up? I'm like, no, he really knows what he's talking about every step of the way. And one of the things I like about doing some of those things with Doug is that, like, when we have an idea and he has an idea, we'll say, let's try this. I'll play devil's advocate. And so we'll start, like, taking opposite points of view so we can try and figure out what's the best way and, you know, a lot of times, you know, Doug goes, just do the thing. <laughs> we'll do it my way. <laughs> That's ultimately what it's going to be. And then if my way doesn't work, which sometimes happens, then we try it Jerry's way. <laughs> we both, we always agree. How about that? We'll just yeah. say we always yeah. agree. <laughs> well, you know, it is, it, it's good, though, because you need to get um, – other people's opinions, and you need to get buy-in before you do something, because mm -hmm. you might have an idea that seems right, but it can be sort of picked apart. Like, like I remember, um, I had the idea not that long ago about sticking the drum cage, taking it off the stage, and putting it in this other spot. And I, I had this picture in my mind of what it would look like, and it was like, okay, I see this going on, and and then I, before I even said anything, I prayed about it for a couple of days, and I thought. Okay, so there's a few people that have to have to kind of go along with this. I would love to do it at this point, and I got it, and I know it would be really cool if we do it. But you know, it's got to be okay with Doug. It's got to be okay with Jerry, and I and, and and because of all the stuff that they've done and do, and how a change like that will impact them. It's not like I'm just saying do this, and it, you know, it means a lot of change that goes on, and uh, and so you know, uh, and like when we were the same thing when when I was thinking about those big LED walls. Okay, I want to do this, and I want to do this, and now I want to add this, and I would talk with both these guys, and they'd be like, well, this will be enough, or this will be good, and I'm like, yeah, but I want yeah. this. Yeah. How do we do this? Dad was always the one pushing for more panels. I had, you know, enough that yeah. I thought, well, this is more than we'd ever need. No, we need more. What? what? So I, I, I spent lots of time on the phone with Ricardo from Chauvet. Like, okay, how does this work, dude? I don't know anything. It's not in the manual. I uploaded this thing, and now it's wrong. And I, ah, but so, but Jerry, and then you know, the firmware with accidentally. Oh yeah, with the network yeah. stuff too. It, it, tech stuff is hard. That's why we don't talk about it 
too often. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's another language. It's another language. Well, one of the joys of leadership, though, is going, ultimately, I'll say, I'll say hey, can, can this be done? And they'll go, yeah, all right, let's do it. <laughs> and I have to just decide to make my part happen. I went out and figured out how to get the panels. Now, you guys make them work. But how cool does it look? You know what I mean? I was I watching it today yeah. on your oh. thing, and I'm like, that is so amazing. It's just how, how amazing that all worked out. So, um, mm-hmm. so, so that's really cool. So let's see. What's that next question there? Uh, so I, I wrote on the notes... Uh, we will probe for testimony stories, trying to get Jerry to laugh, because probe is a word we don't get to say too often. <laughs> We're not no. part of NASA or you know, doing any weird science experiments. Yeah. So, uh, Jerry, or, or, why, don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about your life church experience? Because you grew up in ministry, like me, you know, sort of in a different way, but yeah. you still did. So why don't you tell us, you know about your backstory and how you got to where you are today. You know, not in like a log cabin out in the woods of West Virginia. So maybe, you know, but I'll let you sort of pick out the fine details. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's very interesting that you asked that because I was born in a log cabin in West Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. Well, we lost them for a second. They were laughing too hard. There we go. We yeah, laughed so hard we broke the internet. Yeah. We froze the thing, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't freeze. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, maybe it wasn't funny. Oh, yeah. Anyway, well. no, I, I was born, and my dad, he was in the military. So by the time I graduated school at 17, I had been to 18 different schools. So that kind of got you used to moving. And there was never this thing, like six months was one place. And growing up, that, it does kind of mess with you, but – you you learn to treat things differently and act differently. Uh, and so went off to Bible college, and after Bible co- – I went to Springfield, Missouri, a central Bible college. I was raised in church. My dad was not a pastor, but we were at church when the doors were open, whether there were people there or not. That's what we were doing. We were always in church, and it, it was just something that's always been a one of the main things in my life. And uh, so after the Bible college, I kind of didn't know what I was doing. I felt called into the ministry, but how does that flesh out? And that was kind of a big thing for me. And so, like, I was working at a a Trinity Broadcasting Network um, for a while and, you know, doing that whole thing with them, uh, doing technical stuff like what we do here at church I help out with. Then I was like – then I went on uh, with a preacher – and she traveled the entire world. And so for about 12, 15 years, I lived a very nomadic lifestyle. So I would visit about three cities a week, at least, three to five. And everything became an airport. It became a venue and then a hotel. And so, you know, you travel the entire world. And there's great stories, you know, that have – uh, you go to different places and you just learn about different cultures. And that's what, when you start to do things like that, you get a finer appreciation for what we have here in America. Even with all the problems and stuff, and, and everything is obviously not perfect. And everything on this side of heaven isn't perfect. But you get to experience that and it kind of opens your mind. Um, you know, like one of the first times I left the country, I got to go to England and it was so much fun. And I was a little, I was a little intimidated. I was by myself, and so I, uh, we want to get some Chinese food, and they tell us of this great place. And so I get out, and they have this bodyguard with us. Now this guy, he had to have been about six ten, about three hundred and fifty pounds, big, big muscle man, you know. And so he's my protection to take me out really late at night, about three o'clock in the morning in London. And he's like, "This is the place to go." Well, I kind of got lost walking around a corner. I know that was not that hard. And this guy goes to me, what you looking for? I was like, uh, I'm just looking for a Chinese place. He's like, oh, I know where that's at. I'm like, no, that's okay, because I'm thinking he's getting ready kind of to either attack me or I don't know what's going to happen. So I turn around and start walking away, and I look behind me, and um, he's got one leg, and he's got a crutch working, and he's following me. I'm like, please don't follow me. So I start to jog. And he starts to jog after me. So now I'm in a little bit more of a panic. So I'm doing my full-on sprint. Now, 
Honestly, it's not that fast, but that's okay. So I'm going full sprint, and I'm screaming at this point, help! And the guy with one leg is keeping up with me going down the road. <laughs> so I turn the corner, and I'm making a beeline back to the 350-pound muscle band man that is there to save me, that's there to be my protection, and I'm screaming. I'm hoofing it. Help! Here's the guy one leg right behind me. Well... Needless to say, the guy, my bodyguard is now laughing on the hood of his car, and he's almost on the floor. He's like, the guy, it's not going to hurt you. I'm like, I didn't know that. So you learn things. See? <laughs> you know that. <laughs> but, you know, you go, to, you go to different places, and you learn not to do some dumb things. My best dumb story, I'll make it real short. I know we don't have much time. No, I mean, getting, uh, being afraid of the the one-legged man with the crutches just trying to get you to a Chinese restaurant. That's, I, I think that needs to go on best of Hello Vineyard. <laughs> That's not the worst but, one. <laughs> but anyway, continue. <laughs> so we're in Africa, and we decide to go to another country. And, like, literally while we're there, and we're there on a ministry trip. This is all ministry related and um we're at a venue a microphone breaks and i can't fix it because i'm in africa and we're not in a very very technologically advanced place like we have a lot of wonderful things at the vineyard led walls they're happy to have a microphone you know that works and it's just that whole different atmosphere anyway her, the wireless mic breaks they said, we're going to take you and go get it fixed, and then we'll bring you back. Now, I'm in Africa, and I don't know anybody or anything. So somehow, after about an hour and a half waiting to get a ride, I just jump in the car with them and go to their house. And I realized I had messed up about 15 minutes outside of town. There, it gets Africa black, like, you know, stars in the sky. There was none that night. And so I'm going down a dirt road, and I think, I've just messed up. The two guys that are taking me, I think that they're – um, Muslim, and they knew we were at a Christian service, so I started to get a little concerned, and I was like, maybe this is going to be bad for me, so we pull up to this fence, I mean to this gate, and it's a, about a 12-foot tall iron gate, and it just slowly opens, and out comes dogs, and I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble now. I don't even know where I'm at. Where's the city? So he pulls in, and the gate closes behind me. Now, I hadn't been really scared, but at that point, the scared level went through the roof. What kind of dogs so were I they? I walk in. They were these dogs that would kill you. I don't know. <laughs> to me, they could. They were vicious. It could have been the friendliest dog. I like don't know. a bunch of chihuahuas, or you know, what, what's coming after you? Like, <laughs> it, was, it was bigger than a chihuahua. Okay, okay. Just, just trying to paint the picture so, for everybody. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a big lion dog, but and it uh, it was friendly. But I'm thinking that I've messed up, and so I'm like, oh, this is going to end badly. I'm going to be in one of those beheading videos, and I think this is the worst thing that can happen to me. My parents are going to kill me when I get home. I just uh, I cannot die on a video, and so I'm like really panicked. They open the door. I see a desk, a metal desk, and one computer. No furniture anywhere else. And as I look to the right, there's all these soldering materials. And uh, I'm like, uh-oh, nuts, bolts. I'm like, this is where they make the bombs. And so now <laughs> I, I can feel, I'm like, hi, everybody. And so they go, please come this way. And they're being very kind. They come in. Come in with me. And so I walk into the next room, which is the living room portion of the house, and I see a car axle sitting on the side, like where you may find a couch. It was a car axle. I found that odd. And as I look to the right, if anybody's seen those videos on the Internet, there's a light. They have, like, two lights, a black backdrop, a camcorder, and a stool. And that's where they – and so as I turn the corner, I see that. And I don't know these people. And I think they're Muslim. And I'm like, this is where I'm going to die. And so I'm making peace with God, and now I'm trying to find something to pick up. My brain goes, car axle. You can't pick up a car axle no matter how hard you try. <laughs> you know, they're heavy. 
And so they realized at that point that I had really kind of checked out. I mean, I was almost in tears. I was shaking. And, uh, they were like, no, we'll go home right now. This is – they take videos, and they do B-roll stuff. <laughs> I was teasing Doug today about B-roll um, because on the ministry uh, thing, what was it, the, the conference today that we were yeah. part of, it, we were talking about, you need B-roll? We got B-roll. So I was like, you need a you need B roll of somebody walking on the beach. We got that because Doug was talking about the behind the scenes, and so I came up with a new idea for us to have a business. B roll, yeah, we got that. You want two people standing on a stool? We got that. So <laughs> I don't know how I got here. What was the question? <laughs> anyway, obviously you were fine, and none of those things happened. Right? So. Yeah, because you survived. How did you know? Yeah, because you're here. Well, Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler. That's funny. But yeah, I did a lot of ministry, traveling all over, uh, and then I got to be a part of this church. And then um, one of the things that made the biggest difference in my life, and, it, and is when Steve took time. Uh, he took time with me, and. That really is one of the most important things to me is that we met and we would sit down and talk and he counseled me because, you know, one of the problems that you have when you burn the candle at both ends traveling for so long like that is you get burnt out on ministry. You kind of it's easy to lose focus because you're pushing so hard and you're just struggling to serve God. And um, for me, I kind of had almost burnt completely out. And Steve helped me when I was in that low point, and, and so did my family. There are so many people that helped me. But Steve took time personally to help me with that, and I thank you so much. I, I know I don't talk about that much often, but when you're going through things and you find someone that cares, that heart that he had, at that he still has, um, but that heart and that ministry it changes people, and that's what comes across in our services. And, Doug, as, you, as you've grown so much in the ministry, like from the time I've been here, you're just, you're just such an encouragement because you've got all this zeal and you've got all this energy, and I don't. <laughs> so, I know, i got the zeal. I don't have as much energy as I once did. <laughs> it's funny. I don't know what happened. I may have gotten gray, <laughs> got older. But uh, I you just, a, you just um, had a birthday. Yes, I'm 49, and my sister is the same age as me today, and we're the same age for five days. So for every year, I call her on these five days every day, and I said we're the same age because we're 360 days apart, and it's That's one of the funny. joys of my life. So yes, I just had a birthday, <laughs> and I. So if my sister watches this, we're the same age. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, get the family shout outs in. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, and and we love your parents. Your parents yes. are great. So Jerry and Sherry, God bless you guys. Are, are your you folks guys. watching now, Jerry? Or are they gonna watch the recap? Yeah. They're watching now. Hi Jerry, yeah, hi Sherry. Gonna... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well they're probably right next to you right now, so <laughs> no, well, not adjacent, but yeah. <laughs> so uh so anything cool happening in your life right now, Jerry? Yes, as a matter of fact, there is. Um, we just finished our, our class, um, and we got a certificate for it today for the last year. I'm sure you've talked about it many times. We've been doing this class with Putty Putnam. And that class, oh, it just fed some of the things in ministry that, you know, you kind of just like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's a... What's really cool right now, and I'm not saying this just, but it's being. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to. I was. Trying to... <laughs> YouTube and they they have a lot of journalists who are doing stuff at home and it's either their husbands or their kids just do something ridiculous like the husband will be in their underwear and just like walk in and run out kids yeah 
We um, the best one I've seen. Though. That that one was funny. We we try to conserve water here for the environment, so we don't let our kids wear clothes other than little underwear. So. Uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad he shared the dance. That was, that the, was my the, grandson. The dance, it's really added to it. My grandson, Reed, <laughs> just <laughs> showing us his talent there. <laughs> that's, the, that's the second week in a row we've had a belly made the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I, mine popped up the other day. So, uh. And, and Jerry's talking about, we did just finish, the staff went through the last year a course called the School of Kingdom Ministry. And uh, so we had a great time doing that together with, uh, with the staff. So I really enjoyed that with a big chunk of the staff. So, so that was good. And uh, what are you looking forward to coming up, Jerry? Anything? You know, like everybody else, I could give that cheesy answer. Um, uh, corona to be gone. I, I really want a, a virus. For the virus to go away, obviously, like everybody else does. But what I'm looking forward to is each and every week we get the opportunity to either minister by camera to, you know, YouTube and all the different things or to people in person. And I live to serve, um, to serve him. And so for me, just being a part of a church that follows after his heart and, uh, to see one of the things that meant a lot to me through the course, the Socom school that we were doing is that uh, at the end of it, we got to hear your heart, Steve, and all the ways, you know, like your desires in there, all the godly desires and for the church and the way God, we want him to move and we want him to be a part of. So I'm looking forward to the spiritual, a different impartation, so to speak, you know, Let's not get too technical with it, but just a fresh pouring out because it's a place that it can happen right here. Okay, very so. good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well, just uh, what's coming up. I know a lot of people are uh, overly concerned about but I, I'm just thinking that there's going to be some really amazing stuff coming up and God's going to move in ways we haven't seen before. So, So I'm really looking forward to that. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend's message. And uh, yes, King of the Segway, King of the Segway. Um, and and actually, oh, so I've, I've been yeah, I've been working on this weekend, but I'm also been working on next weekends, and they're both they're both. I'm really excited about both of them. Like sometimes I start working, and then I I almost want to jump over. You know what I mean? But I have some good stuff for this week. But we're going to continue building this. This picture that I want you to see in his story, uh, in this foundation, uh, you know, that, that keeps getting the idea of, you know, the temple, the cosmic temple that was in creation, uh, lost because of the fall, tabernacle comes at Exodus, um, place where heaven and earth meet, we see it at the temple. Um, this week, as I, we pick up the story, because uh, we left the story last week in Second uh, Samuel, I was talking about seven, David wanting to build the temple and didn't, Solomon built it, and then the presence of God comes. We read that in First Kings. Well, we're going to pick up the story this week, and we're going to see how the presence of God leaves the temple because of sin. And uh, it, 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 he hung there for a long time, even though it, people his people just kept going in the wrong direction. But um, uh, and in Ezekiel, there's three passages. It's, it's pretty amazing where the spirit of uh, the presence of God moves out, and, and uh, in in sort of stages, and then then he's gone. And then um, the Babylonians come in, they destroy Jerusalem, they destroy the temple. So now there's no place where heaven and earth meet. And the people of God go off to captivity uh, for 70 years. And the prophets start speaking about a time when the exiles are going to be released and they're going to go back to Jerusalem and rebuild the temple and the presence of God is going to come. And, and so different prophets are speaking into that. Isaiah is one of them and we're going to be looking at Isaiah uh, 52, just one of the passages um, and, and then we'll talk more about Isaiah in, in uh, next week, too, because there's this powerful passage that happens from chapter 40 to chapter 55. Everybody should read it. And when you read it, you need to know it's one big poem. And it's amazing uh, how much uh, of what's going on is, is there in Isaiah. But uh, he starts talking about God coming back as king. And 
we're gonna we're gonna look at that uh, and start launching into some of those things. And and uh, you know the the short version is that uh, you know the the Babylonian Empire sort of goes away. The people of God are released. They go back to Jerusalem. They rebuild Jerusalem. They rebuild the temple, but the presence of God doesn't come back. And they're looking for God, and we'll talk about some of the things they were looking for. And then um, the last of the Old Testament prophets is Malachi, and uh, he sets up the stage for what's really coming because they're looking for God to come back. Hundreds of years passed, and then Malachi says, uh, he says, See, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me, and then suddenly the Lord you're seeking will come to his temple. And the messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. And so Malachi is setting us up for John the Baptist. John the Baptist comes, and he's the one who prepares the way for the Lord. And Jesus is the one who comes. That's what they were looking for. And when Jesus comes, he's the temple. He says it himself. He's fully God, fully man. He's a place where heaven and earth meet. And, and that's such an important thing that happens there. And I'm going to build on that next week because... That understanding, and why I've taken this many weeks to build that, that changes the way. When you get that lens of what's happened there, it changes the way that you look at the entire Scripture. And everything from that lens looks completely different. We'll build on that next week. And I'm not going to give you all the fun stuff that I have in this week, because I have some really fun stuff coming up. But uh, I think you're going to... It's actually... No, just the things that are happening. I haven't got my bad jokes yet. But how it's how amazing it is to be part of this story. And I, I just think so many people haven't grasped it yet. And when you grasp it, when you get what it means to be a part of his story, and all the things that you see suddenly work out, and, and they're, they're so real, it really changes things. And then together... We become, so the Holy Spirit comes and we're, we're the temple of the living God, but then we join together and the church becomes this living temple that makes a difference in the world today. So anyway, that's what's, uh, that's what's coming up and, uh, I gotta try and figure out how to do that in 20, 25 minutes. That'll be the real trick. Uh, I looked at your, your sermon notes. I can tell you're excited about these messages. Is, uh, yeah. I, I get the outline and it is, it's not often a four page outline. So, like, yeah. it's, it, there's going to be some good meat and potatoes, and you definitely won't want to miss this weekend, and you'll want to check out Vine Press, too, because there's going to be some questions mm-hmm. left over. So, yeah. Good and, stuff. And there. next weekend, too, is going to be this weekend and next weekend. And then so, the one after that. And then and the, the one after the that. The one after that, yeah. And, and really, yeah. it's <laughs> how many good sermons you can preach every weekend will determine if you preach sermons. I don't know. I was yeah. trying to be the sports analyzer. It didn't work. It's, it didn't work. <laughs> why, don't, yeah. why, don't you, uh, why don't you tell us what, uh, what the worship team is going to be doing? Yeah, so uh, let's see. Me, my wife Kimberly, Pastor Jerry will be leading the team next week. Uh, we're doing that one we did last week called Anything is Possible. And um, it was actually Ooh. on the set last weekend, and we set the set last weekend to the worship summit. And um, I believe the video, PTZ Optics, if you go on the YouTube page, you can look that up. We're way towards the end, like way towards the end. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, yeah, we did that. Then the next song, uh, Kimberly's doing our arrangement of Great is Thy Faithfulness. And then um, after that, Pastor Jerry's leading 10,000 Reasons. That's a global song. That's a good no one. No one's ever heard it before. No one's ever, yeah. We'll, we'll teach it to everybody, right? <laughs> didn't, and then, didn't we used to do that song? Of course. Yeah, about yeah. two decades ago. <laughs> well, no, it, it came out in 2011. <laughs> it's, not, it's not quite that old. But, you know, there's a few worship songs that are global songs. How Great Is Our God, 10,000 oh, yeah. Reasons. So that's, that's one of them. And then uh, Kimmy's ending the set with Victor's Crown. It's one of our favorite songs. That's uh, Darlene Sheck. And Israel Houghton wrote that song. So that'll be a super fun set this weekend at Keys Vineyard. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a good weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully the uh, the storm stays off. But, you know, it, we, we, will, we, will, we will definitely at least uh, put something together for uh, what we're going to meet some of the time. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll so, figure it out, or we'll go online, and you know I can always push it to the internet before the storm comes, so that it goes to everybody not in our area, not losing power. If if we lose power, who knows? But at church, we're pretty well set up. I can stream with a lot of our equipment. Mm-hmm. 
on our generator power. So, like, and, and honestly, kind of hope we lose power so we can try out the generator. No, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Scott. We, no, because... No, 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 no. We, we, have this, we have this plan that's supposed to work. So it seems like, well, with a tropical storm, there's not going to be, you know, I'm not worried about losing my house. It's like, oh, man, I'm going to have to clean the pool, you know, like. The, the way the generator actually, listen, the way the generator works is it's really more uh, situated towards the, um, what we did last time after the storm when we had to help everybody. It's really not going to pop on and fix us in the middle of a service. It's not like that. No, I, I don't want. I want to go in knowing we're running the generator and figuring it out from there. Like that would. Yeah. I'm just saying, it, it, it's okay. it's troubleshooting. It's kind of fun, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. N- no. No, I'd rather not. <laughs> One thing we would be missing. Is electricity. No, we can get, I can get electric, I can get lights in all over the place, but the air conditioning would take a day to get ready to run. It's not, it's not ready to go the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, that would. And I don't want to be in there without air conditioning. No. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll, we'll, uh. Gwen, Gwen keeps making comments. Hi, Gwen. We miss you guys. Say hi to Bruce and your kids. Uh, she's up there, uh, near, near Gainesville somewhere. Um, is it a Generac? No, it's a... It's a Cummins. It's a, yeah, yeah. Cummins. But it's a big generator. It's 50,000 watts. It'll, it runs on propane. We've got a huge propane tank. I mean, we're sad. Tank Hill this, propane, baby. That's it. It's not, uh, it's not a thing. So, Jerry, share with us your favorite Bible verse, uh, favorite book of the Bible. That's from Pastor Georgina. She should be one she of the co-hosts. But she should be. Here I am with all the buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she she has all the questions. I just press the buttons. So yeah. But but you know. But to say, Pastor Georgina asked great questions. She's, she's on my. She's she she's is on the my, best um, at asking questions. She's on my Zoom sure. calls, and she has her she has her own Zoom meeting too on Monday night. That uh, ladies, it's a ladies meeting. You you should all be attending. All right. So Jerry, what's your favorite? I, I, I would I would if I was a lady. Yeah, I know, but you're but, not. But oh, I'm not, nice. yeah, I'm not going to, because I'm not. You're just a girl. Did you see what? <laughs> oh, okay, here, I'll put it on the screen. Before we get to Jerry's favorite Bible verse, uh, Gwen has posted Gumby. So yeah. that that's a reference to, how old was I, Dad? I must have been four or five. I couldn't, you're going to say I was 12 or 13. Yeah, I knew you were going there. You went with 15. I'm a young kid. I'm like Reed's age. And who was it that asked? Who's in my heart? Was it mom? I think it might have been mom. No, you were with Bruce and Gwen. Was I with Bruce? Okay. See, I was always told it was mom, but I've only heard the retelling of the story. And my answer to who was in my heart was Gumby. Because in the theme song, it ends with Gumby's in your heart. Like, it's not Eddie Murphy Gumby. It's the real Claymation Gumby with the donkey. Like, okay. So now that that reference has been dealt with, uh, what's, what was your favorite Bible verse, Jerry, and re- was it reference? Where did the question go? A favorite book, book of the Bible. Second book, book. There we go. Uh, favorite book of the Bible is Acts, kind of like you, Doug. And my favorite scripture verse is, this is a great story. Um, I grew up in church, but I didn't know what it meant to like love God and like serve him. It's that kind of that age of accountability. I was in seventh, seventh grade. And I wanted to buy some gum, and they had this kid brought some Chinese gum to the school, and it was in Tampa. And I was like, oh, this is so good. I guess it was filled with MSG. And so I was like, oh, that tastes great. You know, you're a little kid. So uh, I asked him to get me some, and I gave him a $20 bill. And so he brought me a box back, and I'm like, "Um, I don't want that much gum. And so I had this gum, and I – I had to actually wait a couple of weeks for him to get it. And this is part of the why it's, that's important, is at the end of school that day, there was some Gideons passing out Bibles across the street. And it was a little orange Bible of the New Testament and Psalms and Proverbs. And so I was like, oh, I want to get one. But I had gotten on the bus, and, you know, and I grew up in church. But I wanted that Bible for some reason. And so this kid had gotten one right in front of me. 
And he goes, I'll give you this Bible if you give me that entire box of gum. And so for me, that was like, okay, I really wanted that Bible. So I gave him the thing that I've been waiting weeks for. And he gave me the Bible, and we were riding on the bus, coming home from school. Nothing really spiritual had happened that day. And when I opened the Bible, it went to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, which says, Flee also youthful lust, but um, pursue after faith, righteousness, and um, I'm missing the middle there. But call out the Lord, call upon the Lord with a pure heart. And when I saw call upon the Lord with a pure heart, it was like the letters jumped off the page. And they just like became bigger than the book itself. And I said, I don't have a clean heart. So the sun was shining in my eyes. I knew God was talking to me. So I went home and I said, Mom, what do I do to get a clean heart? And she's like, uh, what? And I'm like, what do I have to do to get a clean heart? And so she's like, is everything okay? I'm like, no, everything's fine. And so I'm just like, that's such a strange question to get from your kid, you know, when you're coming home from school. So she said, well, you go upstairs and pray, and you want to ask God into your heart. And she kind of told me how to pray the sinner's prayer. And so I went upstairs, and I knelt down at their bed, my parents' bed, and I had that Bible. And I said, God, you know, I don't have a pure heart. I don't know what I have to do to get one, but I want to be uh, I want to have a pure heart before you, God. And so for me, 2 Timothy 2.22 is a scripture verse that literally popped out at me, and it changed my life forever because I knew I didn't have a pure heart. And it was great because now I'm crying after all of that. You know, once again, you know, seventh grade, my dad comes home, and he's like, and my mom's kind of crying. He's like, ah, I'm going to have to kill a kid today. He's like, what's going on? Why are you guys crying? You know, because he's had a hard day. He was in the military, rough day at work. And he's like, he came home and, you know, he wanted to pray. And he's like, I'm confused. And so my dad kind of thought he was walking into one situation. It was another. So for me, 2 Timothy 2.22. And I love the book of Acts because it's, it's this great story of how what we believe in and been a part of this church for 2,000 years, and we were talking about Martin Luther today on his 95 thesis, you know, that he nailed up 93 or 5. Oh, I just forgot. Well, that's not good. 95. <laughs> you did good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, that's uh, that's what it is for me. And I know it was a long story, but God uses Scripture verse. Amen. Good job. All right. And is there any questions, Douglas House, that we got on there that we need to? Uh... Um, I'm not seeing any other questions. Georgina said that uh, Hannah enjoyed it when you taught that at youth. So good job, Jerry. <laughs> she remembered the story of the uh, my trip to Africa. <laughs> well, who wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With the. <laughs> chihuahuas coming to attack you. I'm, I'm changing that now yeah. to chihuahuas. Is no, there's, the dog was no bigger than a chihuahua. That's... You know, that pr- I, I just... probably would have screamed at that and, point too. Anyway. And, and the, thinking, the movie adaptation of your life. <laughs> There'll funny. be a lot of mistakes. <laughs> Don't do this when you're in London. Don't do this when you're in this country. <laughs> You'll be running yeah. from a one-legged man trying to help you find a Chinese food restaurant. <laughs> That's so funny. Georgina said she, one of the reasons why I'd rather not do all this stuff is she, she nailed it. Doug Leps isn't here. <laughs> I would rather not be trying to run everything well, without him here. No, I, I would rather not. I'm just saying yeah. this isn't yeah. the worst case scenario to try it out. It's just not a good case scenario. Is there any, you, right. you know, like, that, that, that's all I was trying to say. Like, Yeah. Well, I talked to my friend in Miami who's got a church, and they're not meeting yet. And so he, he sent me a picture of the storm coming, and, and I, I kind of sent back to him, well, at least it won't affect this weekend's attendance. <laughs> and he's right. It won't for him. But, uh, you know what, though? He's not losing anybody for yeah. the service. <laughs> yeah, no, not, not a thing. Okay. Well, you got anything else, Douglas? 
Uh, we had one last question from the YouTube from GK. Are you guys going to always do a talk show on Wednesday nights? I like this format. Um, right now, it works for us for scheduling. You know, we're not locked into any specific format, but uh, we do like the show. It's it's fun anyway. I get to use this little button thing that I got. So uh, yeah. for you got that cool switcher. Yeah, the little stream deck, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love gadgets and toys and stuff. But anyway, <clears throat> thank you guys so much. Now for a quick word from our sponsors. The Hello Vineyard podcast was made possible in part by viewers like you. <laughs> Sorry, that, there's always that PBS joke when I have to do this. Uh, Keys Vineyard Community Church, that's all of us. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast and making it happen. Uh, also... This show is sponsored by the Jesus Moment Bible Institute, established 2014. Uh, we have, what, over a thousand students now. We're handing out degrees left and right. You can sign up, log into classes, get your associates, get your bachelors, all that good stuff. Even if you just want to like, learn some more about the Bible, it's this much. Take, take zero and multiply it by two, and that's the cost, okay? There's, there's a little math class. <laughs> Uh, there's 1,140 1, students today. 1,140. And, and they're all over the world, too. Well, so They're all over the world, yeah. That's really cool. Uh, we're also sponsored by our church online platform at Keys Vineyard. Uh, we are trying to grow that. We're moderating that chat better now. Um, we've recently updated the, the church online platform, too. It's the, led by Greg Groschel's church. It's the same company that uses the Bible app that everybody uses for all the reading plans, so you can access lots of cool material in there. We're working on that. And uh, last but not least is the Keys Vineyard app, available on the App Store and the Google Play Store. You can go in there, check in links to this show, Vine Press, our weekend services, Vineyard Zoom. You can access the bulletin, watch the services, all that good stuff. So that's it for us and the show. Thank you so much, Pastor Jerry, for being our guest today. It was a lot of fun getting to hear you. And that's it. You got anything else, Dad? Uh, thank Reed for the entertainment portion and, of the and, show. And, and Reed oh, with, yes. with the belly dance. That's that's a, We had two best of moments today. So, yeah. very good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. <laughs> goodbye, Vineyard. Goodbye, Vineyard.